let me begin today's program by by asking this simple question. Do you ever believe you are drowning in a sea of misinformation? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. Got a number of stories I want to share, and I, I really want to share with you an email I started from a listener yesterday, which is so many things in my mind. I never never could quite get through it, but I really really think you need to hear what this particular listener had had to say. It was a great compliment to me and I appreciate it. I'm not I'm not reading it to get your accolades, but it just meant the world to me. And I wanted to thank that listener again for taking the time to share some thoughts. I want to start with just a few news stories, just a few things that I see from day to day. I can tell you that it was nice taking several days away from the news, from social media, from all of it, and spend time with family and friends. And you don't realize just how important that is. We have been so caught up in the news and the fear and the garbage and the nonsense and the scam in many cases that is part of this pandemic. I will preface this by saying, is the coronavirus real? Yes. Can it be deadly for some people? Yes. Was it the big problem they said it was going to be in March of last year? No. In fact, a lot less than ever predicted. The only reason we ever agreed as a people, I think, to do some of the things we did starting in now, mid to late March of last year was based on completely bogus, phony, and fake numbers just made up, pulled out of a out of a hat like a rabbit from the Imperial College in England. We later find and we find out later that this supposed computer model that this guy had developed was a complete sham and joke. It was many years old. And when computer programmers finally got a look at the program, they considered it computerized nonsense that you could put the same numbers in over and over again and get different results. It was just making stuff up. In the United States, we were told there's going to be three and a half million people will die by July. If we if we don't do something immediately, maybe we can cut that number by 25, 30 percent. Well, that means we're still going to have about 2 million dead by July. Did that happen last year? Did 2 million people die in the United States by that time? No! Did hundreds of thousands die in Canada? No! But they kept the fear alive. They kept the draconian nonsense going as hard as they could. Politicians in the blue states were the worst. They were literally demonic in the way they treated their people. They were like cruel overlords. And let's be blatantly honest, and this is not a partisan statement on my part. This is just a factual statement. No matter how you cut it, ignore some of the, you know, fascistly operated baloney news media. Certain states were vastly worse than others. 
in the way they treated their people, locked down and shut down and destroyed businesses and people's lives. Draconian. This is the kind of stuff I would expect in a 1939 Nazi ghetto in Poland. Not in New York State or the city of New York. But they did it. And then, you, like I say, Governor Andrew, or as I like to call him, St. Andrew Cuomo the Pious, the killer of people in, in old folks' homes in New York, runs around bragging how good he did, and he's selling a stupid book to tell you how good he is at managing a crisis. Yeah, he managed, all right, to kill more people than anybody else per capita in the nursing homes. So that is his, you know, little star to be worn. You know, give him an attaboy, whatever you want to give him. He did the best in killing people in New York State. One of the worst states in terms of outcomes was New Jersey. And then you look at California, you look at basically the states run by the tyrants, the Democrat God-hating tyrants, and the ones that do this stuff, they definitely are non-believers. They believe only in themselves, and they prove it by their words and their deeds and their actions. It doesn't take me trying to judge them. Their own actions reveal them. You know them by their fruits. Cuomo's well-known by his. And and one of the worst duplicitous governors outside of uh, Newsom in California has got to be, you know, good old Gretchen Whitmire. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. The Wicked Witch of East Lansing had to apologize this past Sunday night. I kid you not. You know the one I'm talking about, the one that... Do you remember last year she told the garden shops, you know, the big box stores, they can sell bleach and a few other things, but, oh, no, 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 you can't buy implements or garden seed to feed yourself. I mean, what kind of wicked witch of the East would do something so horrible? Well, what do you expect from Governor Gretchen Whitmer? Don't hurt them right away. We'll let them think about it a little first. So maybe you saw the news from this past weekend, and and the governor had to apologize this past Sunday after she got caught violating state-mandated social distancing guidelines at an East Lansing bar. Now remember, she's the one that comes up with all these draconian, nonsensical lockdowns, wants the police to enforce them, Yet these things, you know, these are the elite. Rules for thee and never for me. This is the latest, according to a newspaper in Detroit, the pandemic missteps that she's gone through. I mean, she waited weeks to finally disclose even partial details of a private jet trip she took to visit her her father in Florida. After two of her top health aides... Well, you know, they they headed south also during the surge to get away from it. You want to know something? Have you ever noticed that the blue states had the big surges worse than any red state? When you do the numbers, it's true. So while they're telling Michiganders they got to stay home, hide in their houses, stay out of the sun, can't get treated with legitimate treatments, 
They're running off doing what they want to do anyway, and they don't care. Look, Newsom got caught at that expensive restaurant. There's a video out there. Well, there's a photo that got out of Whitmire and a large group of unmasked people at an East Lansing bar called the Landshark Bar and Grill. Whitmer said on a Sunday statement that throughout the pandemic, I guess pandemic, I've been committed to following public health. I've been, I've been, I've been committed. This is too funny to say. I've been committed to following public health protocols. (laughs) And she continued by saying that she had gone with friends to a local restaurant. As more people arrived, the tables were pushed together And she figured because we're all now jabbed and stabbed and vaccinated, hey, it doesn't matter anymore. We don't need to do anything. We're we're home free. The photo shows her seated with about a dozen people. All the tables pushed together. Capacity limits, patrons per table, curfews, and other ridiculous restrictions. You want to know something? They're still in force in Michigan, unless you're governor, you know who. You would think that after a year, you remember it was a year ago this weekend that Whitmer got into a you know some hot water when her hubby wanted to get their boat in the water, and he wanted to see if his status as you know the first gentleman of Michigan would help him jump the line. She tried to give us some baloney story. Oh, he was just joking. Of course he wasn't joking. These people don't joke about things like that. They really believe they belong to the entitled class. And I'm telling you, there's just, I'm coming to the point. I'm coming to the point that I've had enough of this political theater. Dr. Fauci needs to be fired. I mean, he should be fired because he is an absolute, unmitigated, unrepentant liar. He tried to obsculate the truth a little bit. And I'm not going to play the cut. I don't want to, don't have enough time really to go get it all together. But essentially, when he was asked the question, does the, you know, is he involved with gain of function studies? Remember, the entire narrative that, This virus was a naturally occurring sad tale of events that came from a bat from somewhere in China, got into a wet market in Wuhan, and and some unsuspecting person looking for a bat to eat for dinner got infected by this dead bat or live bat, whatever. Yeah, it was a live bat, I guess, in a cage. Got infected and then infected the whole globe with this with this virus. Now, if that was true, we'd be having viruses like this every week. But we don't. We simply don't. So we're supposed to believe this baloney story about the Wuhan wet market and Dr. Fauci, who never, I mean, he keeps changing his story every week. The guy ought to be on a on a stand in a court being cross examined under oath, but I'm not sure if he'd care about the lies even then. Give you an example. So, so he's asked a question about gain of function research. Now we've talked about it on this program a year ago, and with all the information I had last summer, I was already sounding the alarm 
look, I'm not trying to brag on myself. I'm not trying to say that I'm so good at this. I'm not. I just believe God led me to some of the truth out there early. I can remember being uncomfortable saying on the weekend radio program that I believed that this virus either A, accidentally escaped out of the level four lab in Wuhan, or it was intentionally released from that same lab. To this day, I can't answer that question. But I, am, I was convinced then, as much as today, that that lab in Wuhan is the source to this worldwide pandemic. And it's funny, you try to say that a year ago, I, I would say things like that, and it was posted in a few places. It was shut down. They were removed as being false information. It's not the official, you know, thought police narrative. So it was shut down. I had, I, I think, one of the episodes I said that in was on YouTube. Not, not No picture, just the audio. And it got deleted. There are a lot of those episodes that are vanished from certain platforms for saying such things. I went against the narrative. Yet here we are a year later, and, and they can't keep that story together. It's falling apart. As a lot of the stories about this pandemic are gradually starting to fall apart. The things we were told. you got to remember, if somebody said we could have a really, really bad flu year. Now, if we get the real numbers and stop talking about people that died of gunshot wounds being counted as COVID-19 or car accidents or hospice patients that were expected to die within a matter of weeks, somehow they have similar symptoms to COVID and so they were counted. I'm not going to get into all the detail. The numbers range between maybe, let's look at the United States numbers. Let's just round it off to 600,000. Many believe the number is way below 10% of that value or 60,000, maybe 80, maybe 100,000. A bad flu year. Would you have allowed every business to be impacted in a negative way? Do you think the government could have gotten away with telling restaurants, close your doors? send kids home from school, then make them come back wearing these shaming mask face diapers, which are unhealthy. Boy, are they unhealthy. So many of the stories surrounding COVID-19, the pandemic, and all of it, it's beginning to crumble a little bit. And right now you've got the social media platforms, those involved, with trying to keep the fear alive, scrambling to, to, to fix the narrative. And sadly, so many people do not pay attention sufficiently that they're easily misled. I'm serious. They're easily misled. They live in fear. They, they no longer can think rationally for themselves. They, they are now victims of the propaganda machine. It was mentioned yesterday in that letter I'm going to get back to from a listener who said it so eloquently. We become our own victims of the propaganda that we willingly watch. Saw this information here. I want to share this. There are many Americans today, and I'm sure I know it's true in Canada, the United Kingdom, all over the world, 
there are people worldwide that who like wearing a mask all day because it makes them feel more secure about not catching covid now let me start let me stop right there from day number one there's like 40 years of studies because of things like the flu and other pandemics would a face mask be of value and the answer has always been no but somehow miraculously last year even after you know dr falsey indicated that masks were worthless did that on national television and he knew the real story he knew they didn't do any good when he said oh it only stops a droplet or toe you know that doesn't do any good don't wear don't wear a mask in the pandemic it doesn't do anything then well maybe it does and maybe it's a patriotic thing because maybe there's a chance maybe there's a chance that your mask will save me and my mask will save you from me spreading it to you and and so the guilt trip started you wear a mask not to protect yourself but to protect somebody else that was the narrative and I still hear it in a bunch of cotton-picking grocery stores. Thank you for wearing a mask. Your mask protects me, and my mask will protect you. And all of it's a lie. We've known it's a lie for 40 years. Even this past year, and this is something that was going to surface, and when it did, it was going to destroy some narratives. Additional studies have been done during this pandemic. And they were hoping to find some magical connection with the magic mask in saving people's lives. Well, we already knew the mask would have virtually no protection for the wearer. In other words, you wearing this stupid, you buy two for a dollar forty-nine at Walmart or whatever stupid paper thing you're wearing, provides you no protection from getting the virus. None. Zero. Nothing. Nada. Get it through your thick head. The mask does not save you. And now we're doing the studies and finding out the mask didn't save anybody else either. The the numbers between the control groups, the actual groups, all of it done, there is no statistical difference you can find of any value. And what tiny, tiny difference there is, is in the margin of error. Where it could actually be making it worse, not better. The other thing about these stupid masks, these people that wear them all day, it's a control factor. They're loving the ability of walking up to strangers and hassling them, saying, you're not wearing a mask, you're going to kill my grandmother, you're gonna, you just don't care about people. And then, you know, you know, you know what I, you've seen them? The dirty looks, the anger, the cursing, the vulgar language. The insanity. And here's the worst part. It's become, in the United States, a blue versus red political game with the mask. That's why the blue states are just incredibly slow to even begin to remove the mandates. And the problem is the mask remain a cause of oxygen deprivation and anger leading to pent-up anger. I'm telling you, 
I don't, this is, they always say, what was that line that's always been said? Listen to the scientists. But which scientists do you listen to? The ones approved by Facebook? The ones approved by YouTube? The ones approved by the, by the Democratic National Committee? Or MSNBC or CNN? Or any of the fear-mongering people that want to be the elitist to run your lives? No, I don't think I'm going to... No, I think I'll pass. I think I'll pass. Now that we're seeing, and remember, we, my wife and I were blessed in, in one way. We, you know, she's a widow and I'm a widower, and we, we have two places we can go back and forth. I've got a place in Georgia. We've got a place in Florida. Up here in the small town in Georgia, you know, they've been kind of calling it over for a long time, quietly. It was nice being in Florida. It's nice being in places even up here with all these mask rules. And I was over in South Carolina last week, over the weekend. And it was nice going to a place where you nobody's wearing a mask in a, pl- a few places, just a few fearful people. You could tell. A handful come in and they're looking around with their eyes just wide open like, oh my God, I'm going to die if I don't keep this mask. Maybe I need to get a second or a third mask. So I don't die of the virus. But you want to know something? With these mask mandates dropping in red states and most big box retailers, even in some of the blue states, these control freaks about masking have become angry, confused, paranoid, and they're acting rather silly and stupid. That you can't even reason with them on any of the data. They don't want to know. They don't want to look. They've already got it figured out. There's a script. And somebody screwed up my script. Thing is, healthy people figured out wearing a mask was worthless. It's not good for your health. And you weren't protecting anybody anyway. Maybe what we should have is, you know, somebody could make some money selling face mask with the, uh, I don't know, maybe the Biden-Harris logo, DNC, CNN, MSNBC. Yeah, maybe everybody that believes in this should just wear wear a mask that advertises the source in which they believe. And, and there's so many things to this story, I mean, that we're, we're just not getting. That's because what it boils down to is real simple. COVID-19. COVID-19! COVID-19! I watch so many of these smug politicians talk about how they really are concerned about our health and our safety, and they they wear their color-coordinated face mask, like, you know, Nancy Pelosi, who believes she can believe whatever she wants and still receive communion in, a, in her church that teaches that abortion is sinful, evil, and murder, but doesn't matter, doesn't apply to her, of course. You know, she's... she's Nancy, uh, I got the money, Pelosi, and I'll buy my way into heaven. Good luck on that. COVID-19 was used as a cover story, when you think about it, for tens of millions of falsified ballots to steal an election. I don't care what anybody says. It was stolen. And they used selective swing states to pull it off. The mask is all about communism, Erasing our human expression 
collaboration. Nobody can now be an individual when you're wearing a face diaper. It's very insidious. Now the vaccinated people, sheeple, whatever you want to call them, I, I here's the problem, and I'll get into this in this hopefully in this half hour, if not right into the next half hour. A lot of the vaccinated are more confused than ever, and they're powerless. They can't just think or feel properly at all any longer. They can't take it out on the maskless population now that they're being told that the mask is no longer needed. They're not working because the rules are falling apart. They're trying to sustain a bit of a lie here. They fibbed. They really did. And nobody ever talks about oxygen deprivation. Let me tell you something. I I had to I wore one early on because I I'm not trying to be oh obstinate. I mean, this is early on. And I know that when I would go and spend any time in certain grocery stores or whatever, it was bad. And I some I one time had to leave a cart in the store to go out to breathe. And it's making some people actually lose their minds. Real science. That's right, Mr. Biden. Real science. It's understandable. Even if you're in the, you know, elementary school, you learn that oxygen deprivation is a bad thing. If you don't have oxygen, you can go brain dead. Science proves that simple face masks, including the surgical ones, are inefficient. They're insufficient. They're they're not going to do anything. We already know that. They're not going to do one thing for you to help you, save you, or stop the spread, or stop, and especially stopping you from getting it. That was a fraud. And there are so many sorry people just looking so scared with their eyes bugged out. How dare this person... I've seen people coming down the street, walking across the street. They're jogging. They're riding bicycles in the middle of nowhere with a face mask. And they're waiting for Fauci the fraud, who I still say is the father of this virus, to tell them what to do. And they're slowly losing their minds. Not only are these masks useless, they're harmful. And my fear is these vaccines may be harmful, too. We know the virus has morphed a few times, like a dozen times or more. And so what would make a, quote, vaccine of any value to a morphed, you know, virus? It won't. The other thing is that people don't understand this is not a vaccine by any legitimate definition. They've changed the definition of late. I really believe that these vaccines are going to prove to be worthless. I I can't explain why I feel this way. I feel this way like I did about the ori- the origination of the where do the vac- where the virus came from, the planning of op, you know of event two hundred one back in two thousand nineteen. Too many things fall into place for this to be just a a worldwide accident by a bat that got loose in a wet market and somebody caught it and ate it and then passed on the virus and killed all these people around the world. It's, it's, it's almost a story too bizarre to believe. 
In order for this, vi- this, this virus to be that potent, it had to be played with by the researchers and scientists. It became illegal here. And I was saying about Fauci and his lie. I mean, here's, you know, when, when he was confronted on it, we do not fund gain-of-function research at the NIH. No, but you do fund nonprofits you help put together that do fund that research. And they use the money you gave them to give it to another party. So, it yeah, you're directly not funding gain-of-function. That's what you get to say. And that's how you lie to the American people, you sick individual that needs to be fired. You lied. You've been playing gain-of-function. You just got a nonprofit between you and the Chinese to pass the money through. Dr. Fauci, you're a fraud, you're a liar, and you are responsible for the deaths of people all over the world. And you should be arrested and held accountable for what you've done. That's my opinion. Let's face it. Emotion and trauma will always be the top thing in the news cycle. And right now, the Biden-Harris or Harris-Biden administration desperately needs something to keep power over you because they've wrecked the economy. They're spending so much money, your money is going down in value here in the United States. Go to the grocery store if you don't believe me. Try to live on a fixed income. We know that masks don't work. They never did. The CDC keeps backing down because they know the narrative is falling apart and they don't want to be caught with their bare face hanging out being the liars they were. It's an amazing thing. And let me just... Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break right here and I, I still have so much I want to share. I'm not sure if I'll get it all in here today. And, and a bit more of that, that email that was sent by a listener. We've got to get our mindset together to realize we have been, as the old saying goes, hoodooed and voodooed and tattooed and anything else you can think of. A virus that is contagious and could be deadly to some people was released on the world. And for the love of an almighty God, those that did this, and I believe very likely intentionally, need to be brought to justice. Do you believe what we're doing here at Truth to Ponder? I mean, I am am more convinced than ever. What I just told you is true. I'm not making this stuff up. There is enough information out there that when you tie and you connect all the dots... We've been sold a bill of goods on so many fronts to keep us in fear. And we need to get the truth out there. That's why I do this program. Right now, it's still on, so it's still on you know, the platforms for, for a podcast. And one of the listeners asked if I, what my plans are in the future. Well, yeah, I have copies of every program safely tucked away in multiple places, not in the cloud, of every program I've ever done going back to the weekend show starting in 2015. And yes, we need a repository and a way of getting those programs out. We'll work on that. 
And then I'm going to share with you in just a moment, you know, the, the satellite idea that it's coming together. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. If you believe in this work, would you consider a financial gift? You can mail a check made out to Ancient Word Radio, any amount, small, large, whatever whatever God lays in your heart. Don't. And I'm not trying to say we need you or we're in trouble. No. God has always come through, so I'm, I'm just doing what St. Paul says. Let the need be made known, and I'm moving on. And you can send that to 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263 in Sky Valley, Georgia, That's 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, two words, 30537. That's zip again, 30537. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The day the blind led the seeing. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, one of the hottest days of August in the summer of 1959, New York City, there was a power failure. Apartment dwellers throughout the city found themselves working without air conditioners, appliances, or lights. Those who were on the upper floors were especially hard hit, finding themselves without lights or running elevators. But in one of those buildings, the blackout caused little problem. It was the Guild for the Jewish Blind. The building was filled with 200 blind workers and 70 sighted workers. When the lights went out, The seeing workers were helpless, but the blind workers had no problem at all. You see, they were used to walking in the dark. So the 200 blind workers who knew every inch of the building without sight led the 70 helpless seeing workers down the steps and onto Broadway. There's a profound truth in this. You see, we're told to live not by what our eyes see, but rather by faith, by what our eyes do not see. You see, everything we see ultimately fades away, it blacks out. In the end, the power gets pulled on this life and everything just fades to black. So if you live by sight, you'll end up lost and helpless and overcome by the dark. But if instead you live by faith and not by sight, then it won't matter how dark things look or what happens around you because your light will never be turned off. So as it is written, let us walk by faith and not by sight. For the things which are seen are temporary, but that which is unseen is eternal. So walk by faith my friend, and you'll never find yourself in a blackout. Now, the free gift for you. The most incredible evidence and proof of Jesus as Messiah discovered in the writings of the rabbis. You'll get it in the mystery of the temple doors plus sapphires, guaranteed to give you the power of living a victorious life in God, all free. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. It's all you do. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed, but call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, my friend, you're on this earth for a great purpose to be a blessing. So I invite you to join me in bringing the greatest blessing to the unreached peoples of this world. Salvation to five continents with over a billion people. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. I'd love to hear from you. It's the nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. And the zip is 07644. It's the nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111 Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, and the zip, it's 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, or Haolam, the light of the world.
This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I've got a couple of stories I'm going to try to get through real fast. I'm not going to drag these out. But I think you need to, to comprehend something. And understand, look, look, I have a lot of beliefs about all of this. And my beliefs are not founded in in just something that somebody shared with me on Facebook or an email. It comes from reading and watching a pattern and looking where the facts fit the pattern and looking where the facts would jive with understandable and legitimate science. There are a lot of things people send me that may or may not be legitimate. I'm not saying don't send them. But the reason I believe many of the things that a lot of folks send me, I, I don't share for one reason. I can't, I can't prove it sufficiently to have a comfort level because I understand something else about the enemy of our souls and the enemy of truth. He will pass along believable lies to those that are really trying to find the truth. And they'll grab onto these things and start sharing them in social media or to their friends or in an email chain, whatever. YouTube, I don't care, any of the social media. And what they're sharing sounds good, but it is provably wrong. I warned people back a year ago, don't mess with the Q nonsense. It is a disinformation campaign designed to make conservatives look like idiots. And people bought it hook, line, and sinker. You don't hear much about Q anymore. There are a lot of things that are put out there as a disinformation. And there's a certain, I just get a feeling on some of them, you know, boy, this sounds just like what a lot of people are going to grab onto. I have a dear friend who currently is off Facebook for a while, who has felt, has fell victim to so many of those truth scams where this is the new inside truth about this or that or Hunter Biden or the pandemic. Then, and there are things that you just know on the surface are just believable enough for some people that will never do the research. And all they do is hit the share button. And you have to explain to them it's not true. And so you got this misinformation campaign being pushed out there and those that claim to be looking for truth are the ones that end up sharing it. Right now, one of the most divisive things in this country, and I'm going to get through this story as quick as I can, then I got something to share, then I'm going to get back to this email that I started yesterday. I'm concerned about these vaccines, not because they were pushed by President Trump, Operation Warp Speed. I think that he and Many others just were going on the best advice being given at the time. But there's so many things about this that are becoming annoying. Number one, there are a tremendous number of legitimate and real doctors out there. That fascist book and all the communists at YouTube and the Nazis that are over, you know, at Twitter will shut down. You cannot go against the Ministry of Truth and the propaganda ministry that is the worldwide 
group that would like to have a world government and crush and crumble our economy to make you all slaves. You know, let's be honest. The the World Economic Forum under Satan, Klaus, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. His idea is that nobody owns anything. And everybody's kept at a certain livable level of happy poverty. And the elites like, you know, Klaus, they get to be at the top of the pie. They, they get to get the best of everything. They get to have the uh, faux gras. They get to, they get to fly in their their jet aircraft with John Kerry and 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 others. And and you, you run around in your little electric vehicle, uh, just taking care of the elite's needs. That's pretty much what China has become in many ways. But here, here's what let let's let's take out all the theories of nanobots and five G. By the way. Don't bother talking to me about 5G being a super whatever ray gun to the brain to manipulate the vaccine. You're barking up one of those trees. Join the Q Club. Remember, I'm a broadcast engineer. I specialize in radio frequency energy. And when people, when people who don't understand start talking about 5G and the CIA and this, don't please don't go there. You're going to get into an area where you're going to wake up being embarrassed. But here's what we do know. Just rely on the simple facts. Sometimes the simple facts in plain daylight, right from the websites of the manufacturers of these vaccines themselves, tell you everything you will ever need to know. Vaccines take years to make. A simple vaccine that's understandable may take, you know, two, three, or four years. A little bit more complex, five or six. And when you get to what's called an unprecedented, something they've never done before, it generally takes 12 years to develop. Remember, 12 years to develop. The vaccine for COVID-19 is considered an unprecedented vaccine because it's not even under the true definition of a vaccine. It is a gene therapy, so your body is taking artificial spike proteins and making more of them to trick the body into making something. And, well, we'll get into that in a minute. But if you understand what they tell you at all these companies that make vaccines and the CDC, it's out there. This is, this is easy to find. It takes about 12 years to develop an unprecedented vaccine, like a COVID-19. And only 2% of those that start in development ever get passed through phase two or three of clinical testing. That means 98% of all unprecedented vaccines are total and dismal failures. Now remember, the COVID-19 vaccine was developed in less than a year. So the question is, how do you, contrary to what fascist book tells me, all vaccines are tested and are this and that and effective and they're wonderful and you just need more of them and you'll take them and you must, or you maybe, maybe they'll kick me off Facebook if I don't get vaccinated. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yes, you can only come on Facebook after you show your vaccine certificate. Don't think that day's not coming. I think more people are scared of being kicked off Facebook than out of work. Went into a restaurant over the weekend. 
a third of the tables are closed. I'm going, are we back to COVID nonsense again? Then no, the sign on the door. We had to lower seating capacity because nobody wants to work. We're shorthanded. Two other restaurants last week, my wife and I wanted to go into dining room closed at a Wendy's and a Burger King. Why? Because nobody wants to work. They're getting money to stay at home and sit on their gluteus maximus watching TV and playing on Facebook. COVID-19. Animal trials, do we have any really to show? Do we have years of studies? Do we know long-term effects? How can you do it in a year? But hundreds of millions of people are now being vaccinated around the world based on only some preliminary data, like phase one would be in most uh, other vaccines of this type. And very disturbing, while sudden death is an apparent side effect, the vast majority of side effects will not be known for a year, five years, maybe in some cases, up to a decade. There are those that are honest and legitimate doctors. They're not trying to do a get-rich-quick scheme by making their little videos. There are a lot of honest doctors. And, of course, honest doctors don't contribute anything to the fact-checkers. They're not fact-checkers at Facebook. Only the ones that buy the narrative, even the narratives that have fallen apart, can be fact-checkers at Fascist Book. There are doctors that are predicting that we're going to see a sudden spike in what's called prion disease, autoimmune diseases, neurodegenerative diseases in younger, you know, younger age groups, stroke and heart failure. There's some people that will get the vaccine that have had heart issues in the past and they're doing well. They're, they've been under control and there's no need, there's no issue. They're, they should live for another many, many more years. Yet sometimes a damaged heart produces some enzymes and, and proteins that the vaccine, when given, works against with that and the body begins to attack the heart. Yeah, it's been known to happen. It has been known to happen. I'm telling you, these unprecedented vaccines, I find them very worrisome. Because you ask anybody when someone will say, you got to get the vaccine. You have to do it to protect. Protect what? We already know if you read the literature and nobody bothers to read it. Where do, It doesn't say it prevents the spread of COVID. It doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. So why are we taking it? It's supposed to, when you read the fine print, reduce the symptoms if you should get it. Well, considering that we don't know a whole lot about this and we haven't had, there's a lot of information out there. Uh, Some of it seems to be legitimate. I'm not going to share it because I, I try to be very cautious in anything I share with you. Either, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this boldly and forgive me if it doesn't resonate with you, unless I am completely convinced of the truth of something I see, I don't share it. And the only time I have an exception to that rule is if I truly feel the Spirit of God saying, say it. I'm not claiming to be a prophet, I'm not doing that at all. But unless I, I occasionally get this comfort level, and I did like last year, I'm, 
on the Wuhan lab and a few other things that have, over time, didn't look promising for a long time, have come true. This listener I talked about yesterday sent this wonderful email, and and I am just blown away. Never in my life have I been as complimented, and I don't want to dwell on all that too much because it'll go to my head. But some of the things that people are saying, like this gal was saying in, in this letter she writes, you know, the propaganda on the vaccine, which isn't, as you know, is, is, is becoming disturbing. This individual works at a location next to a pharmacy, and so they, she's able to see and hear a lot in her state. They're told that we're going to get this vaccine, and we didn't have a choice in it. That particular state has, phased, has a phased approach to the vaccine, so the oldest were first in line, then you know 80 and up, then 75 and up, then 70 and up, and down she goes. The whole thing is making this person very concerned and sick, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. This individual writes, I would like to have stayed out of this entire mess, but our where I work made people set up appointments online rather than having a mass stampede like there were in other places. Many older folks don't use computers, so they have to call instead. There are many calls that the phone system literally crashed for about three weeks. That's how many people wanted to get this unproven concoction. And yet we don't know the long-term effect. Now, there's some other stuff I may share in a day or two from this letter. I mean, just these are observations. And and, and I'm just amazed that I have such listeners that are that. This listener could be doing this radio program with this person is following so carefully what the real story is and says something is wrong here. What is the reaction? What happens precisely when the when people that are vaccinated come? You know, when when it gets into this immune system, there's a lot of documentation, but it doesn't answer a lot of questions. What really bothers this this person that wrote and me too. Over the year, real doctors that have real clinics and real background that have written many peer-reviewed studies in good standing will talk about what they have done to literally, I'm going to use the word in a very loose way, cure COVID-19. In other words, they were able to rapidly reduce the symptoms and get a person back to normalcy in a short amount of time. And they didn't end up on ventilators in New York or sent back into nursing homes to kill others. There are doctors that'll talk in terms of three or four days of getting over the worst of COVID-19. And while you're still recuperating, you're no longer spreading. How about that? But no, we're told we can't do that. We have to be vaccinated. And I always remember something that Bill Gates said. We can reduce population with vaccines. Hmm. I'm telling, I, I'm, I'm like this person. I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling about these COVID-19 vaccines. I'm not going to go into all the detail of the, of the next paragraph here. And, but a lot of people, 
and let's let's do this in general. There are a lot of people that that are Christians or claim to be anyway that have a hard time reconciling the idea of a of a Satan or of a Lucifer. And, and I've met some; they just have a hard time understanding that it doesn't. It just seems to go against you know modern day thinking. But many in watching this pandemic are beginning to change their mind. When you see these people wanting children to wear a face mask and take this vaccine at age five, do we want to use our children as guinea pigs? I have to wonder what's going to happen in this country or around the world when people, if people should start dying and they can't explain it. They're never going to want to admit it's the vaccine. That's what I know. That's my feeling. This listener writes, you know, after we talk about all this stuff, we've been dealing with LGBTQ, we've been dealing with GMO fake meat, chemicals, war on cars, automobiles, freedom. We've been beaten down with this socialistic nonsense for ages. And as this person writes... If the vaccine doesn't kill them first, how is this not satanic? There's a pattern, this person writes to me, to beat down, terrify, intimidate, and enslave the masses. The evil responsible for this want to take away everything people can do for healing and well-being, such as don't see or touch your family, don't even go outside without a useless mask because the virus is just everywhere and you'll drop dead. Remember those videos out of China? Most important, you don't go to church because that's dangerous. Walmart is okay. The liquor store is fine. Cannabis store is okay too. Buying lottery tickets, you can do that. But God forbid, if they believe in God, that you even consider going to a church. They want us depressed, beaten, and broken. You know, I, I made a statement the other day that when you allow the government to give you permission to worship in church when you allow that for the government instead of taking the liberty that you've been given to worship in church you've given up that liberty and you'll never get it back you'll never get it back we are taking away people's rights we've been doing it since 2001 I'll say it, Patriot Act started this stuff where the government controls more and more of your life. The founding fathers of the United States of America have got to be spinning in their graves. Churches were one of the most crushed entities outside of mom and pop stores. Didn't matter the church was large or small. Got to shut them super spreaders down. I'm reading somebody talking in a, I'm not going to say what church denomination. They're arguing about should people be forced to be vaccinated to come back to church? Yeah. Well, I can tell you that's not going to be a requirement in any church I'm involved with. Ever. They're forcing us to comply is what this writer says. There's so much more to this letter. I, I wish I, I may not have time to get to it, but they just say, keep on doing what you're doing. And I will. The truth has got to get out there. 
I use shortwave radio, and I want, I'm going to do my best this summer to get more of that time working right now and building something, and I should have an answer maybe tomorrow, Thursday. On a start date, I'm really trying to put this together to begin a satellite channel. It'll be on Glory Star. If it all works out, it'll be one of the radio channels. You can just push a button on the remote control, bingo, there's a bunch of radio stations there. And hopefully, Truth to Ponder will become a radio channel. It'll have this program and some music you can't hear anywhere else. Music kind of like like a song like this, I bet you forgot about. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Sometimes I find it hard to believe that another hour of this program has come and gone, but they do. And there are so many of you listening by podcast, I know. Most, I believe, truly, my feeling is strong that most are listening via shortwave. And I believe that's going to be a door that God will keep open when the tech tyrants make it more difficult to share things on social media And as a podcast, those days could be very numbered. Look at how fast that they censor information from legitimate people with credentials if it doesn't fit their leftist narrative. This program definitely does not fit their narrative. That's why I can't rely on it. That's why things like Facebook are something that I can't use as my primary means of communication. That's why shortwave radio is important. It's not free, but it's important. And that's why I'll be talking more about the free-to-air satellite channel later this week. If you believe in our work, would you consider a small gift to keep the shortwave on the air? Our mailing address is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, we're in the city of Sky Valley. Two words, Sky Valley, Georgia. Zip code 30537. That's zip 30537. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.